0: hey welcome to another episode of amen brother ben it's the podcast that keeps you focused on god and acting like jesus and drinking liberal tears yeah no that's not what we're talking about i know i know some of you like that and i do have a taste for them myself but we're not talking politics we're talking about what happens when you mesh christianity with the ways of the world and how the world is progressing well if you you do that you lose everything that's christian And, and this is where, sounds like I'm hyperbolizing, sounds like I'm being dramatic for effect, so that you'll continue to listen. Um, but I'm 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 serious. When you when you try to make Christianity quote fingers progressive, and line up with progressive um, current left wing ideologies and um, basically the popular notions of the world today you lose the essence of christianity not saying that if you're a liberal or you know consider yourself left wing that you can't be a christian and in fact there are some things i admitted in my sermon about this on sunday that uh, li- that progressives liberals whatever tend to do pretty well um it, you know wh- whether you agree with the methods of going about it or not or if you and, and i'm sure not everyone has pure motivations uh, the reality is they they think about poverty. They think about racial uh, equality. Uh, they they get some things right that they kind of do better than conservative churches. Now, again, me as as someone, I, I have different ideas for maybe what it means and what how we get to some of these same ends. Um, but sometimes progressives. Uh, get it right, because Jesus was not progressive and he wasn't conservative either. No political party has a um, has a, a claim to Jesus because he's not joining either one of these teams, right? He's like, come on, I'm, I don't want to – you join me. And that's what we should be doing. Whether we lean left or we lean right, we should be conforming ourselves to the image and the teachings and the ways of Christ and not conforming Christ to whatever – uh, political team we want to represent. And so we've been talking this week about progressive Christianity, this dangerous fake news um, that has popped up and tries to mesh Christianity with with the the left-wing culture. And today, I want to give you proof that when you do that, you lose the essence of Christianity. I'm going to show you a clip, and I, you'll have to excuse—it's not the greatest sound quality. I don't, for some reason, the versions I find online uh, don't aren't a great sound quality. But this is a, a pastor, uh, and I, I probably should tell you his name so that I'm giving proper attribution here. But he uh, was—he's he, a, a minister um, of—I think it's Douglas United Methodist or Douglas United something in Christ. I don't know. He's he's a uh he's a homosexual, openly homosexual uh reverend of a church and um he has an interesting thought on I, I bring up the homosexual thing not because that's what we're talking about today, but uh, obviously that means that they they probably are in sync with some left-wing stuff because that tends to to be what happens. There's very few right-wing homosexuals. It's they're out there but not not very often. Um, But he has an interesting way of looking at John 3.16, which is the core. I know that all Scripture is God-breathed and useful for our teaching and our, our, our equipping, but John 3.16 is a good uh you know thesis statement for the whole christian experience the whole what it means to be a christian for god so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son so that those that would believe in him would uh would not perish but have eternal life apparently they don't like that and apparently it doesn't mean what you think it means listen to this
1: so what is it about john 3:16 that evangelical Christians love so much why is it their favorite favorite bible verse that they want to tell everybody about well i'd like to think it's the first six words that say for god so loved the world wouldn't that be awesome if that was the message they wanted everybody to hear and everybody to know that god loves you so much but sadly i believe it's the latter part of the verse that they want to emphasize that Jesus is the only way that leads to salvation. The misunderstanding over John 3.16 has led many Christians in America today to believe that one must accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior or they will be condemned to hell. That is not what John 3.16 means. That is not what Jesus is saying in today's gospel. So what does it mean? What is he saying? Well, let's look at it together. If you noticed in the gospel, Jesus is referring to terms son of god son of man only begotten son and he says things like all who believe in him will have eternal life why wouldn't he say all who believe in me will have eternal life why is jesus talking in the third person you know people who refer to themselves in the third person are often narcissists (laughs) jesus is not being narcissistic here The reason Jesus is not narcissistic here is because he's not referring to himself. He's not referring to himself. Son of God and only begotten son are terms for the Christ. And I've told you before, the Christ existed billions of years before Jesus of Nazareth was even born. When God birthed everything into existence and said, let there be light, there was the Christ. The
0: divine DNA. <sighs> if <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't. I can't. I, <laughs> okay, Let, let's let's take this. First of all, this is what you're going to notice about progressive Christians: is they're going to take something quite simple and straightforward, and they're going to say, you know. You've heard that, that this, you, you, you simpletons think that this actually means this when you've been taught that two plus two is four, but what if I were to tell you that two plus two is actually five? Oh, you're so smart. Oh gosh. Oh man. Oh, we should just start listening to everything you say. No, Sorry. (laughs) I'm a, I'm a, it gets me a little testy because this is the pulling apart of everything that it is to be a Christian. I don't know why you would call yourself a Christian if you believed what this man is preaching. By the way, uh, the name of this man uh, is Reverend Salvador, or Salvatore uh, Sapenzia. I hope I said that right, of Douglas Congregational United Church, uh, if I said that wrong Apparently, that's a micro-racism, and, and for that, I repent and apologize, but um, it's just because I'm dumb and from Chatham County. But anyway, um, <laughs> I there's so much wrong with that, okay? A um, couple reasons. One, because John 3.16, it did not happen in a in a bubble, in a vortex. You also have, I don't know, John 14.6. Where Jesus says, uh, he's not talking in third person. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, and no one comes through the Father except through me. By the way, as I mentioned on Sunday, somehow progressives have turned that into not an exclusive statement, but an inclusive statement. We may tackle that sometime later. I don't know, uh, because I don't know if I can wrap my head around that stupidity. Um, Acts 4.12, there's salvation in no one else. 1 Timothy 2.5, for there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, and men the man Christ Jesus. I, John 10.9, I am the door. Anyone that enters by me will be saved. Romans 10.9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. There's no way to get around this. This is Christianity. And for some reason, progressive Christians do not like this, and it's because they don't want you to be real Christians. They want you to do Christiany things and make yourself feel good about it, but what the heart of Christianity is not going to church. The heart of Christianity is not uh, the do's and the don'ts. The heart of Christianity is this, that God is holy, you are not and Jesus made a way for us to get back to him, that Jesus is, is the way, the truth, and the life, and his, the atonement of his blood on the cross is what brought us back into good graces with our heavenly Father. They do not like that whole system. They do not like that whole situation. You can go back and listen to my sermon. i talk more about why they don't like the atonement. But do you see the weak uh, straw man going on in, in this guy's argument in, in this clip that we just listened to? He's, listen, he says, often people that speak to them, speak uh, about themselves in the third person, um, are (laughs) narcissists. It's true. Like that would be, that would be, you know, a narcissistic thing to do sometimes, but that does not mean that when Jesus does it, he's not talking about himself. Jesus is absolutely talking about himself. And there's other parts of the Bible where he refers to himself in the third person because he is referring to prophecies about himself. He's trying to teach his disciples and help them to understand who he is. And so there's lots of times where Jesus may speak in third person or may speak in parables or riddles um, for what for his own, I don't know why, I, I don't know why. That does, But just because I, don't, I can't explain it doesn't mean it didn't happen, and it's not true. And so it is it is a flimsy straw man to say, well, Jesus wasn't being a narcissist. Because, um, by the way, as, as we discussed yesterday, who says he wasn't, right? Because apparently, according to y'all, Jesus was a racist. Why couldn't he be a narcissist? narcissist. So I don't know if this is any good at all. I'm, I'm kind of rambling this morning. <laughs> so I hope that you find this uh, helpful. Uh, my, my point in doing all this is because there is a, um, there's a dangerous reworking of the Christian faith, and we have to be ready. We have to know what the Word of God says is true. We have to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and we have to understand that it is not by our good works. It's not by having the right social agenda or voting the right way or having the right behavior patterns that we are saved and sanctified and, and whole again and complete in our Heavenly Father. It's through His Son, Jesus, who died on a cross for us so that we can be made right back with Him, redeemed and, and headed towards holiness. That's what it's all about. And if you miss that, you miss Jesus. And I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to miss that. And so be on guard from these progressive wolves that try with smart words and and a silver tongue, try to tickle your ears with lies so good that they they seem like the truth. They're not. They're lies from the pit of hell designed to drag you to hell. Don't let that happen. Put your faith and your hope and the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Seek the kingdom first. And everything else will be added unto you.